Okay, what is up, everybody? And welcome back to the Get Your Bell Rung Football Podcast. He is Kevin Reynolds. I am Bobby Wall, and we are here to talk all things football and hit you with some takes that might rattle you up a bit. Kevin, what we, we we've had a two-week hiatus. We have been gone, nowhere to be found, missing in action. Uh, I was sick. You were sick. Your little girl was sick. Your mom was sick. I got a little better. You got a little better. You got sick again. My my son got his tonsils out. It has been an absolute disaster trying to get this show done. But we have finally made it. We are back. How you doing, bud? Oh, doing well. Just just about better. Got a little bit of a cough left. Yeah, it's been a long couple of weeks. And then you throw in Thanksgiving on top of it. And uh, it just wasn't happening. I, I know we probably had this scheduled three, four times. And one of the other of us was like a zombie or both of us at the same time. And it just didn't happen. But, uh, you know, here we are. We we survived and, and we're moving on, buddy. One thing that we managed to do was meet you and four other listeners of the show. We were able to get together and do a little Thursday. Oh, yeah. Hey, um, Thanksgiving Day draft where we just did like a little six team. Was it like nine rounds? I think maybe 10 rounds. Nine. Uh, we only drafted uh, the teams that were playing on Thanksgiving day. And uh, that was a lot of fun. We, you were barely alive. I, th- I, I thought we were going to lose you there um, during the actual draft that we did, but it was a good time, man. That was, that was fun. When, when did we do that draft? Was that, it was Thanksgiving it was morning. Thursday. It was Thanksgiving was it? morning. It was. Yeah. I, I was, uh, I was in dire straits that day. Uh, I was pretty sick. Mom was sick. My daughter had a horrible fever. She had, she had for her entire Thanksgiving dinner it was three bites of corn. She had, she just had nothing. Just poor girl. She had to force herself to do that. But yeah, you ended up winning it. You had, um, it all came down to, uh, hey, kudos to you. But the luck of the draw, you picked Isaiah McKenzie in like the sixth or seventh round, and he hit big. That was my flex. Yeah. Yep. That was my flex. I uh, I kind of I don't want to say I target targeted him, but I was targeting that game. If you remember, I had almost my entire team was it was either the Lions or Bills. It was Stephon Diggs, Isaiah McKenzie. Then I had Jared Goff. I had DeAndre Swift. I had Amon Ross St. Brown. I got as much action from that game as possible, and it paid off. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. You had you had a nice lineup. I ended up with a lot of Patriots, but that ended up working out. Mac Jones, my first pick was Tony Pollard. I thought he'd have a big game. He did nothing that day. He got me like 7.9 points. Uh, I was going to take uh, Amon Ra with my first pick. I decided not to. You took him then before he came back to me. And I think he was, besides the quarterbacks, I think he was the high scorer of the day. So he was uh, up yeah, there. Sure. You end up winning, and uh, I, I assume everybody's paid you by now. I paid you, I think, like the next day. Um, maybe I have to check. Not a big deal. We'll figure it out. Uh, we're definitely not going to be able to go over all of the weeks that we missed. So we're just going to go ahead and hit up this last week, which was week thirteen. Uh, but we do have some news and notes. Uh, for example, the quarterback position, we got some some changes here. Trevor Lawrence may, may not play. We'll see with his toe. Uh, and Lamar Jackson, most likely not going to play. So that should open up the door for Tyler Huntley to lead your Ravens. How do, you, how do you feel about that? I know he's filled in for Lamar Jackson before, and they don't change the offense at all. They were 
he basically is Lamar Jackson. So he I don't just uh, not. He's like an eighty percent version of him because the the right. fact is, last year as a starter, he went I believe zero and five. So they were at tight games. He put up some good fantasy stats, but he played the end of the season and he lost every game he started. And the Ravens went from the one seed to completely missing the playoffs in five weeks' time. Uh, so I, I don't feel horrible about it. He's a lot better backup than most teams have, at least in that system. I'm not going to sit here and pretend he's this amazing right. pocket pass or anything like that. But for the Ravens' offensive system, he just – he just it's almost like a seamless transition. He's just not quite as fast. Can can you start him this week in fantasy if he plays? The only reason I'm afraid to is they're playing at the Steelers, who are playing a little bit better on D. I know they're gonna really focus on slowing him down. Um I don't know. I think a lot of people will. I picked him up in my league of record, uh partially so I'd have in case I wanted to play him, but partially to block anybody else from getting him. Sure. Yeah. I, I think I'm going to really spend. It's either him or Gino. And I think I'm going to play, I think I'm going to play Huntley. Uh, his, his rushing floor. I can't imagine he's not going to get at least 50 yards on the ground. And you give me a five point f- floor <laughs> for my QB. I, I like that. Um, so I think I might roll with him in a league or two. Maybe, maybe the, uh, the one and done. We'll see. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be ballsy. I got to play somebody. Might as well no, be him. Somebody's going to. Yeah, he, he's right, one sir. of my guys. I told you there's two or three guys I'm considering because I don't want to really play studs, but uh, I'm not 100% decided yet. Sure. Uh, and the news came out today. Maybe I'll play Desmond Ritter since he will be the new starter for the Atlanta Falcons. How do you uh, how do you see that playing out? Well, I feel it'll be. I think if you play in this week, you're not going to get a whole lot of points because they're on by. But uh, perhaps next week. <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> I think it's a smart move. Why not? They're not going anywhere. Mariota, they made it very clear that he was just a stopgap guy. See see what your rookies got to figure out if you have to pick another quarterback next year. Um, That said, I wonder if they would have made this move if Tampa had gone on to lose that game the other night and they were only one game out of first place. Because even now, they're only two games out of first. So I, I... that Right. That's the only thing That's that doesn't really make point. sense to me. If, if they had no shot at this, it'd make, they should have done it already. But when you still got a shit chance to, to win your, your division at this point, uh, it's somewhat surprising because Mariota hasn't played horribly. So did you start by saying it makes sense and end by saying it doesn't make well, sense? It, it makes sense if you're just doing it straight up because you want to see what you got in this rookie. But it doesn't make sense if if you're thinking about it from the fact that they could still make the playoffs. You know what's crazy? You ready to get your bell rung? And I, and I know that the buy is just happening this week. Um, but Marcus Mariota currently sits as the 12th highest scoring fantasy quarterback. Yeah, so saying he hasn't been bad. They just aren't winning a lot of games. Their defense has been playing a lot better lately. They just still aren't scoring. They've had a lot of injuries. I mean, Pitts has been out for a couple weeks. He's out for the season. Drake London's been a big disappointment. Uh, he did have a good week last week. I think last week was his best week of the year. Hopefully Ritter will uh, key in on him and he'll get, you know, eight, nine, ten targets a game. That'd be nice. That's what he should be getting in that offense. I think they're definitely going to throw more with him than what they were with Mariota. All right. You ready to move on, my friend? Sure. All right. Last week, last Thursday, Buffalo Bills took down fairly easily the New England Patriots 24-10. to 10. 
Josh Allen, uh, he's, I don't want to say he's been struggling, but from a fantasy perspective, he hasn't been putting up the numbers that he should. I'm not sure the last time he looked, but my guy and preseason pick to be the number one fantasy quarterback in all of the world, Jalen Hurts, is in fact fantasy QB number one. I think Allen might be three right now behind Mahomes. Not uh, not completely sure. The biggest takeaway for me from this, obviously Stephon Diggs does his thing, seven for 92 and a score, but James Cook had more carries than Devin Singletary. Now, yes. Is this a blip on the radar? Is this a, you know, turning of the page in that backfield? Obviously, we'll need some time to figure that out, but uh, very interesting. And James Cook also had six catches for 41 yards. Yeah, he had a big game. Uh, man, anybody that would have played him, though, ballsy, very ballsy. The, the dude's good, though. Uh, you know, we had said, unfortunately, we thought preseason before this happened that no matter what team he went to, Look Regardless at your of it, he was – what's that? Look at your TV screen. I don't want to interrupt you while you're going, but you got to watch this catch by Devontae. Of course, we're watching Thursday Night Football during this again, and I'm usually a couple seconds ahead of Kevin. But What's with all these guys just catch with one hand all the time? One-handed now? catch just, with Jalen Ramsey draped all over him getting a P.I. Well, Jalen Ramsey, he's trash anyway. So I just look. It looks like in the once it. and done that only one team played Devontae Adams tonight. It's surprising. But, um, yes, we thought James Cook would be nothing but a third down back, no matter how good he was. So maybe uh, the Bills have seen something. Maybe they're going to prove us wrong and get the guy out there. We'll see. Uh, and then for the Patriots, it was nothing. Nothing doing. Ten points total. Ramondre Stevenson, he averaged, you know, if I was like, hey, Ramondre Stevenson's going to average five and a half yards a carry and he's going to catch six passes, you're like, oh, yeah, let's go. Yeah. Nope. Didn't really do it for you. No, when you're 80 yards. Yeah. When your leading receiver is one of your corners, it's uh, typically not going to be a great day. It's true. Old Marcus Jones threw him out there. Uh, yeah. he's, wow. a, he's a corner. He's uh, threw him out there through that little. I think it's a little screen one, and he just took off, going. Dude can scoot, that's for sure. Oh yeah, he's fast. All right, Packers did what the Packers always seem to do and beat the Bears. And uh, obviously, I'm sure everyone heard this, but interesting that for the last hundred years, Chicago Bears have been the winningest franchise in the, you know, in the all of the NFL. And with this win, the Green Bay Packers now have more wins than any other team uh, in NFL history. Aaron Rodgers wasn't very good again. Uh, but you know who was? A.J. Dillon. Finally, mm-hmm. almost 100 yards on the ground, a score. A uh, couple catches, which is great. And, boy, Christian Watson, man, it took him a while to get going. But, boy, we talked about this. We've talked about this almost weekly on the phone. Yep. Where, I mean, we knew coming out. I think he was my wide receiver two or, or three, and he was your two or three, somewhere around there coming out in this draft, simply because of his playmaking ability. And here it is. One carry for 46 yards and took it to the house. He also had three catches for 48 yards. He had eight touchdowns in four games. This guy is insane and they're using him perfectly yeah seven targets so he he trusts him now to throw to him i don't know what to say the guy's like a man amongst boys right now he's doing right now sort of what amon Ra did at the end of last season except with even more touchdowns just feed him the ball feed him the ball feed him the ball the aj Dillon thing of course on my bench because that's the first he's done anything since week one one of the guys that wants to play Played him last week. Who would do that? Wow. Uh, but wow. Rolling yeah, the dice. Game. Great game. I tell you, 
I tell you what's interesting to me about this game is that Aaron Rodgers comes out, you know, Hall of Famer Aaron Rodgers. He's 18 for 31. Well, Justin Fields was 20 for 25. Um, I like this coaching staff again, just like with Christian Watson, it took them, a, a, you know, it took him a while to get going. It's taken this coaching staff a little while to get going, but the past six, seven weeks or so, they've really been using Justin Fields. Um, I mean, exactly how they should, the mm-hmm. dude's leading your team and rushing every week, which you don't want for your quarterback, but that's what he does. And that's what he's good at. Uh, 71 yards on the ground for him. Um, n- no touchdowns through the air. He had two picks, uh, but you know, you get 71 and a touchdown with your legs, that's going to do it for you in fantasy. David Montgomery, decent day because he found the end zone. Um, And Cole Komet, six for 72. But, you know, you can't really trust a pass catcher not named Cole Komet, especially with Darnell Mooney out, not that you really trust him either. Yeah, they didn't look real good on offense. Justin Fields just looked sort of tentative. I think 51 of his 71 yards came on one play. Sure. Yeah, so after they did a lot. But I wanted to get back to Aaron Rodgers real quick. I I heard this the other day. I haven't looked exactly because I keep forgetting – for as much crap as he's getting this year from the press, from everybody, the dude I'm pretty sure is leading the NFC in touchdown passes with 22. Really? I'm pretty sure he's leading the NFC with 22 touchdown passes. Um, Let's look but he's judged on himself, and he's judged on his weirdness and his quirkiness and all of his weird sayings and the fact that he pretended that he had been vaccinated and all that. Any other quarterback, they'd be talking about how this, he's having a career year. But since it's Aaron Rodgers, he's trash. He's washed up. He might as well just retire and let Jordan Love take over. He's got he's 22. Tied. Dak it probably he, would have been, but Dak missed four, like four games. So he got behind. He's actually tied with Geno Smith. Okay, so Gino, okay. Well, I heard it during the game the other day, and then maybe Geno afterwards tied him back up or whatever. Um, but during the Green Bay's game Sunday, they, they mentioned that he was leading the NFC. So nice. Is he really having as bad a year as they all want to pretend? In fantasy, yes. Well, fantasy's not great. Yeah. And an NFL they're not winning. I'm just saying overall, it's not exactly like he's just completely tanked. Gotcha. He's just uh, judged the, a little more hard. Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes. Well, he's he's kind of an idiot. I mean, he he's a jerk. He did it to himself. It, granted. Now, he might be sort of a jerk, but he's definitely not an idiot. Well, okay. I'll buy that. Um, Steelers barely eked out the Atlanta Falcons, who, as we mentioned, now have a new starting quarterback. Uh, Kenny Pickett is someone you can't start on your fantasy team, at least. But Najee Harris, he's, uh, he's been doing some things over the last few weeks. As a matter of fact, he is an RB1 over the last four weeks in fantasy. And after that start that he had, we weren't sure he would be fantasy relevant at all. And Pat Fryermuth, he's the only pass catch, catcher you can really have a lot of confidence in. And he only had three catches, but he did have 76 yards. Uh, so in the fantasy tight end landscape, you'll take it. Uh, I was looking at season-long you know, fantasy totals. Um, and looking at averages over the last four weeks. So whenever I'm looking at who I want to start and things like that, I usually just focus on the last four weeks. I know you do the same thing. The average points scored by a tight end per game, there are only two people. It is um, obviously Travis Kelsey yeah. and also I believe it's Cole Komet over the last four weeks. They're the only two tight ends that are averaging double-digit points per week two in all of fan- the fantasy world. 
there are 20, I think it's 28 or 29 running backs, 30 wide receivers are all averaging double digits. Obviously, you're going to have more running backs and wide receivers, you know, averaging that. But only two tight ends averaging double digit points. That is that's rough, man. That's rough. Yeah. Speaking of tight ends, Mr. Connor Hayward got his uh, first career touchdown this week. Ironhead Hayward's son and yes, uh, Cam yes. Hayward's uh, 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 brother. Yeah. And I got an interesting question for you, trivia here. I bet you'll know the answer really quick. On the season, who has more touchdowns, Connor Hayward or Deontay Johnson? Well, it's a pretty well-known fact that Deontay Johnson is still searching for his first touchdown of the season. Zero. And I'm hoping, because I might start him in the one-and-done this week, because I have to, uh, the wide receiver barrel is pretty bare. And I'm hoping it's it's going to be law of averages, man. He's got to score. It's gonna be there was week. talk today, I don't know if you saw it, that he might not play. I know he came up with a new injury now, so now he's got two of them, and and that that he's maybe starting to look on the wrong side of questionable. I know, I know. Uh, as far as the Falcons go in this game, nobody was was real great except for Drake London, six for ninety five. You mentioned that he had had a nice uh, a nice stat line. Cordero Patterson, uh, the running backs average most of, or at least Patterson and Algier, the main guys, they oh, average yeah. four and a half to five and a half yards yeah. of carry almost every week, but. You know, it just depends on whether or not they find the end zone. Because for some reason, they don't throw the ball to Patterson very often. I, I, I am still and always will be shocked by that. You no, know, he had zero targets. Uh, yeah, I don't understand their offense. It's a little weird, but their defense has really played well. I, I think actually, you know, because you and I so much with especially with once and done, we really look at any patterns we can find for anything. I'm pretty sure that against wide receivers that. The last four weeks, Atlanta's like, I thought they were. I thought they were. Oh, yeah. Atlanta's number one in the league. Yeah. Least points given up to wide receivers in the last four weeks. I mean, they're playing some great D. They just can't score. It's hard to win when you can't score. Oh, well, that's that's very true. Just um. The the Jets in our next game took on the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings only won by five. Mike White, this I love the Jets. Joe Flacco comes in, they throw the ball 50 plus times a game. Zach Wilson comes in, they throw the ball 20 times a game. Zach Wilson goes out. Mike White comes in, they throw the ball 50 sometimes a game. It's so great. I love it. And you know what's crazy? Now, Mike White, he did not throw for a touchdown. He threw for a bunch of yards, 369, but he did get one on the ground. Over the last four weeks, he's QB six. Mike White is QB six in um, I believe that's average points per game because he hasn't played four weeks yet. You're say yeah, he's only played what two weeks. But for points per game, he is QB six. So if you got if you need a quarterback spot start, you could do worse than him. Zonovan slash Bam Knight, uh, their rookie undrafted free agent rookie running back stepped in with all the injuries and. Played well, 15 carries, 90 yards. But the story on this, maybe this whole offense, now that Brees Hall is out because he was the man. But how about Garrett Wilson? Eight for 162. He is turning into a legitimate number one NFL wide receiver. Um, He's great. He, he, um, I mean, he he does it all. He's, He's running great routes. He's doing stuff after the catch. It's not, and Corey Davis had a sneaky good game, five for 85. But this Garrett Wilson, man, you got Brees Hall coming back next year, hopefully healthy. 
you got Corey Davis. Maybe you'll be smart enough to start Mike White over um, Zach Wilson. The Jets got some – they got some talent on the offensive side of the ball. And defense. They're good at defense, too. Oh, yeah. We, we talked about that at the beginning of the year. That was one of yeah. my teams. I Like I said, I mean, look out for this team next year, maybe the year after, because the talent is just sick on both sides of the ball. Um, They're seven and five. We, we may have missed it. It may be this year. If they can put yeah, together – yeah, another two, three three all they, they almost they they were they were driving to win at the end of this game when uh, they got that interception yeah. with like five seconds left, you know, in the end zone. The Vikings. Um, here's a question: Is James Robinson went from just a fantasy god within a year and a half to his basically his? I I, I wouldn't be surprised if his NFL career is essentially over. It's just so he's not strange. even dressing. He barely he was two weeks ago. He didn't dress this week. He had four carries, and he was pretty good for the Jaguars earlier this year. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if what, what's happened. Is it something's amiss? I don't know what it is. Yeah, very odd. But other than that, man, Jets look good. I love having Mike White at quarterback. Uh, yeah, me too. Um, one thing I don't love is being wrong on someone, and we were wrong on our guy Kirk Cousins, man. We really thought this was going to be his year, and it's not. He he has not been good. Over the last four weeks, he's not even a top 25 QB, I don't think. No, he's killing me. I, I'm winning in my league of record in spite of him. Yes, yes. It's not – I mean, wow. Dalvin Cook, he did Dalvin Cook things, and uh, Justin Jefferson did Justin Jefferson things. Can you imagine? This team is 10-2. and two. I can't imagine a worse 10-2 team. Like, I can't remember a worse 10-2 and two team. They're I think all of their wins are by one score. I think you brought that up yeah. to me, maybe off off air on the phone one day. Imagine if Justin Jefferson was not on this team. I can't. He had seven catches for forty five yards. Wins. I think every single catch that he had was for a first down on third down, and it was a ridiculous grab on a bad throw by Kirk Cousins. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. I just I just kept seeing these jumping catches, diving catches. And it was all Justin Jefferson, all on bad throws. If they didn't have this guy, man, it, this would be a completely different story. And there's no way they're making it out of the first round of the playoffs. Well, I don't know about that. But you mean oh. without him or you mean even with him, you don't think there's any even chance? with him, it's going to be tough. It'll be tough. But to, to say it's impossible, I think that's a little crazy. But never know. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. They, they're a horrible 10-2 team. The only worst 10-2 team ever would probably be what the – was it the Cardinals last year? Or the year before when they started off like 10 and one with, you know, and then I think it was last year, wasn't it? And then they, they lost like seven they, in a row. Yeah. And then they yeah. barely made the seven seed and got trounced in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, they were definitely winning with smoke and mirrors. I don't understand this offense. It's like the who's who of freaking all pro players, but they just can't seem to get it all together. I, I don't get it. It's driving me nuts because. In my league of record, I'd have the team to beat if I had a better quarterback. But with Cousins every week, I'm just sitting there cringing. Is he going to? Is this the week he gets me 1.7, or is he going to get me 27? Uh, Huntley, make the switch. Man, I did. I picked him up. But th this week doesn't matter. I already clinched my division. There nothing. Um, I I don't have to win. If I win, I'm in. If I lose, I'm in. Uh, I decided to stick with Cousins simply because they're playing Detroit, and I think that could be a really high scoring game all right um before we move on Kirk Cousins 23 points is his highest week of the year and he only has th three games in the 20s 
22, 23, and 21. Yep. Other than that, it's all been um, under 20 points. Yep. That's that not movie. a good year. Week against the Cowboys, he had 1.5, but that said, a lot of teams have that against the Cowboys. Uh, but, I mean, he's usually – I can usually count on for at least double digits, but, man, you want out of your starting quarterback. You, you're you're hoping for – that your your maybe that your floor each week is 16, 17. That's Especially what with this lineup, with these people, you know, and yeah. I just don't get I, – I, I just don't get it. And the fact, if you told me at the beginning of the year they'd be 10-2 and two at this point, I'd be like, oh, hell, Kirk Cousins is probably top three for MVP then. Nope. Wheels up, brother. Nope, he's not even top three MVP on his own team. That's, oh, for sure. Uh, so the Vikings are a team with a great record that is not very good. We'll move on to a team with not a great record, but I think is really turning a corner, and that is the Detroit Lions, who pounced on the Jaguars. See what I did there? 40 to 14. Uh, not much to write home about with the Jaguars. Um, not for Lawrence, not for ETN. Christian Kirk did go six for 104. Uh, but other than that, uh, you are you are left wanting more, especially playing the Lions who have been giving up a lot of points to the quarterback. Instead, Jared Goff stole the show. 340 yards, two touchdowns through the air, no picks. My man, I told you this. I told you DeAndre Swift was going to have a good week. <laughs> Felt it, and uh, it came to fruition. 62 yards on the ground and a score. Obviously, Jamal Williams scored as well. But Swift also went four for 49 through the air. And then Amon Roberts, St. Brown, cannot stop dominating. He is so good. 11 catches, 114, and two trips to the end zone. And DJ Char, too, man. Watch out. Five for 98. He's uh, he. I think he's had some decent showings the last few weeks. Yes, he has. I uh, He had a really good week last week. As far as St. Brown, he is even missing all those games he missed. In my league of record, our scoring at least, and in our once and done, he is now the number eight receiver. He's a stud. Over the last four weeks, he's wide receiver three. Christian yeah, Watson's so, wide receiver two. So My point being, he's still got a shot of make, cracking that top five. Remember, I had him five, and I was scoffed at by you and others. Uh, well, there was some scoffing. But he's he's was, there, and that's even I like said, definitely that's, scoffing that's missing missing games. I bet his average is is probably higher. Um, nonetheless, yes, Detroit man, if they could just get it together every week, it's just some of these weeks they just throw out a dud and just look like the old Lions. The issue they have now is they've dug such a deep hole; they've almost got to win out to to make the playoffs. Uh, is that going to happen? I don't know. But, man, they got a lot of skill on both sides of the balls. They're like the Jets of the NFC. Are we looking in like two years, a, a, a Jets-Lions Super Bowl? How crazy would that, that be? That would be too crazy to even contemplate, my friend. It, uh, it, the Dan Orlovsky on ESPN yeah. just the other day predicted that he thinks the Lions will win out. Yeah, they might. I don't. I haven't looked at their schedule, and they, they really could. They've got the horses, but – uh. You know, everybody keeps talking. I think I read like all oh, what this team could do without golf. Like, he's not been exactly bad. Like, why? I don't know why he keeps getting so much crap. He's d- playing well enough that they've thrown up 40 points. So, when a, a few weeks ago, I was sitting around, I was thinking, you know, Garoppolo's going to be a free agent this year. Uh, you know, man, that'd be a great fit for Detroit. And I started thinking, well, how is that really even an upgrade over 
over Jared Goff. Not really. Think, Goff's fine in that offense with the with the running game they I have. I think he's just fine. He's chucking it well. He's not making horrible decisions. He's not throwing lots of picks. It's not quite him from back in those those big Rams years when he was really lighting it up. But I, I just I don't see why he, he continues to get so much crap for being the problem when he's played very I'm well. I'm with you. Uh, the inarguably best game of the week, my Eagles smashed the Tennessee Titans 35-10. to Derrick Henry, 30 yards rushing. Ha, take that big fella. And uh, I tell you what, though, I'm I'm a little worried about Traylon Burks because this dude, once again, we were all over him. He was my number one receiver coming out in this draft. Yeah. He has so much talent. He made one heck of a catch. In the end zone. The catch was so good. You called me to tell me about it. Like, I wasn't even watching the game. I don't know you how know he I mean? caught it. I don't know how he held on to it. What he a was catch. Out. What a grab. Out. Out. Only one catch, 25 yards, a touchdown. But this guy is so talented. The thing that worries me and scares me is that he might be like his teammate, another guy that we love, Caleb Farley. In the last four or five years of breaking down film of incoming players of all positions, Sauce Gardner has been the best guy I've seen on tape. And I think Caleb Farley was the second best guy I've seen on tape from the cornerback position uh, two years ago coming out. But this guy, he wasn't healthy even when he was drafted. He just can't stay healthy. He's done for the year again, two seasons in a row, season reserve for that guy. I feel bad for him. Hopefully that is not the route Traylon Burks takes. Well, Burks is a freak thing. It's not like he's having soft tissue issues. I I mean, he got wrecked. That dude got, I think a dude got ejected from the game and got like a $40,000 fine this week. But boy, did he just got crushed. Straight crushed. Oh, that poor guy. Uh, Even as an Eagles fan. I think, and I think that, that was right in the beginning. Wasn't it? Didn't that tie it up like seven, seven or something? Yeah, it was was, his only, it was his only target. It was, Mid first, yeah, early not, to mid first quarter, it was right away. I felt bad. I felt bad for him. He got killed. I mean, I mean, as illegal hit as you can have, but wow, how he held onto that ball, I I don't know because he was just out in mid air, like he was just. Yeah, on the other side of the ball, it wasn't really fair. Jalen Hurts, three hundred and eighty yeah. yards to the air, three touchdowns. Um, your boy Miles Sanders, n- nothing doing, but we do know that the Titans have a really, really good run defense. Uh, he did find the end zone, though, so that helped you, as did Jalen Hurts. So we're talking four total touchdowns for my man. A.J. Brown, revenge game, eight for 119 and not one but two touchdowns. And I'm telling you what, the I think it was the second touchdown was a 41-yard score that they said, no, just kidding, holding, we're bringing it back or whatever it was. And the very next play, a 41-yard touchdown to A.J. Brown again. He did it two plays in a row. Uh, Devontae Smith also dominated five for 102 and a touchdown there. Um, The big takeaway from this, and I'm sure you've seen it all over social media, was that the general manager for the Titans, who was in charge of the A.J. Brown trade, they fired him right after the game. That's enough, buddy. You made enough boneheaded moves. You got rid of this guy. He just torched us, so you're gone. Yeah, he 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 made a series of terrible moves. That was really the icing on the cake. The, yeah. You said some there, and I hear people online or on, on TV and online talking about this revenge thing. I don't, I don't get that whole thing in the NFL because, like, essentially, you got everything you wanted. What revenge was there? You got sent to a better team. You got the contract that you never dreamed you would get. You basically got everything you wanted. 
So what what was the revenge about? What 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 who are you getting revenge on? You're getting revenge on the very people who made it happen for you? It's very odd. So most of the time, uh, it's just a fun little narrative to throw out there. But AJ Brown was willing to accept less money to stay with the Titans, but they weren't even willing to offer him less than the Eagles offered him. Yeah, now, obviously they that had a certain number. Thing that, yeah, yeah, they didn't want to pay it. Right, right. That's why so, they got Burks. Right, exactly. So that I could understand, maybe a little revenge game there for him, a little perturbed, uh, perhaps. Uh, the Browns unfortunately beat the Texans simply because we wanted uh, Mr. Watson to lose his first game back, although he did absolutely nothing to win it. Zero touchdowns accounted for, one interception, and the only points scored by the off or by the Browns were done on the defensive and special team side of the ball. Yep. So absolutely no offensive points, which you got to feel good about that. Um, and then the Texans, they tried the whole Kyle Allen thing for a week or two that didn't work. So uh, Davis Mills will be back in the lineup this week and that's it. Damian Pierce, 73 yards on the ground. Okay. But that's it. Nico Boring score, it. but it's looking like he's going to be out this week. Right. Well, I, I don't want to say boring game. It was yeah. exciting because there were a lot of big plays. Uh, but as far as offense goes, not what you're looking for. Wish I'd have played that Cleveland defense in the once and done. Yeah. But you and I both chose poorly and picked the Ravens. Right. Thanks for that. Screw yeah. me again. What a mess. Yeah. An ugly game. Uh, not much more to talk about. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. I, Sometimes you give me perfect segues, like when you say "what a mess," and I'm moving right on to the Washington Denver? Commanders oh, and the New York Giants. This game ended obviously in a 2020 tie. Taylor Heineke looked—I don't want—I don't want to say he looked good because he didn't really look good. He had some terrible throws, but the end <laughs> stat line is, is decent: 275 and two. Um, Brian Robinson. We thought he was going to get more work because Antonio Gibson was hurt. Gibson actually got more work than I anticipated him getting. Yeah, 21 carries. Well, I'm sorry. Gibson got more work than I thought he was Ah. going to get. Um, But, yes, 21 carries for Robinson, 96 yards. And Terry McLaurin is – he is scary Terry when Heineke is throwing the ball, not when uh, Carson Wentz is back there or Prince Harry or – Whatever. Yeah, you call their him. Netflix special is supposed to come out next week. There's already rumblings and bumblings at the Royal Palace about how it's a load of crap and that they are going to be excommunicated from the family and lose all royal rights and privileges. So that's once something again, to think about while you're holding a clipboard on the sideline. Once again, Daniel Jones leads the Giants in rushing. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, but he did have 12 carries. They they were doing as much as they could to uh, move the ball against what is the commander's defense is, is doing better than they were uh, in the beginning of the year. Darius Slayton, again, six for 90. It's, it's so great that they did everything they could not to play him in the beginning of the year. And now he is by far their best receiver. Mm-hmm. It's not even close. But my favorite part about this whole game was I'm watching the end of it. I'm watching the time tick down and it hit zeros. Did you get to watch this game as it ended? I did not. The clock hit zero. They showed Washington sideline, and everyone is just kind of standing there looking around. And they show the Giants sideline, and Brian Dable is kind of looking around. And then they just like very slowly and gingerly walked on the field. It was like, what What do we do now? Is this – it's really over? The time – there's no time left. It's a tie. 
we just that's it we have to shake hands now how do it they was not such, it was such a bizarre moment it, it was like they didn't want to they were they were holding back it was like this this is real we have to do this now the game is over that's it it just ends this way oh it was it was humorous i i think i laughed out loud watching it you know that sounds odd i i, I didn't see that i might have to check it out on youtube now to see the uh the confused faces yeah they no one was happy they got to do something anything i don't care what it is you just walk out and do just do one coin flip whoever wins wins the game i mean I, it's so bad. I hate ties. It's not. It's not necessarily the league, though. It's the uh, the union. The union it, safety, safety, safety. How dare them have to play five more minutes? They just don't want to. How dare them have to each run uh, one play from the two yard line to settle it? They just won't do it because there's too many injuries on that one extra play. Let's do a race. That you know what? This week, let's think about cool ways to end a tie, and they don't have to be realistic. But maybe we'll talk about it on the show. I'd like to see what well, you to put the ball on a 50 yard line, put one, one, one guy each on each team on the 20, blow the freaking whistle. You run to that ball. First guy to freaking have the ball and score that team wins. Man, beat, you, beat the hell out of each other. That'd be rough. Um, well, speaking of beat the hell out of each other, the Broncos and the Ravens. I'm not sure if that's actually what happened, but there was, not a lot doing here. Uh, not a lot of offense at all. Greg Dulcich, I think I'm starting him in one and done this week because he is the only receiver left. Cortland Sutton's hurt. Russell Wilson can't throw to anyone else. Dulcich had six for 85, and that's it, man. I mean, really, that is it. I, I cannot believe the season that Russell Wilson is having or is not having, however you want to look at it. It's gosh, it's bad. Tyler Huntley, though, coming on in relief for Lamar Jackson, who is most likely going to be out with a knee injury. They said one to was it three, one to four weeks. Yeah. Uh, Huntley, 41 yards on the ground in a rushing score. Uh, so that's good. That's what, you know, that's if you start him, that is why I mentioned that earlier. Uh, the pass catcher scared me, though. Mark Andrews was four for 53. And again, that's it. They, I mean, they were only 19 points scored, one offensive touchdown. Uh, Hundley loves Andrews even more, though, than uh, Ljax. I saw a stat that something like the four or five starts that Hundley had last year that Mark Andrews averaged like 98 yards a game in in, in those matchups because um, he just thinks he dumps. I mean, Hundley was 27 for 32, but only 187 yards. Yeah, they they because you know, it's just dink and dunk. That's all it is. They don't they take no chances whatsoever with them. It's just two and three yard little dump offs and. and Hope that you string enough plays together to get a first down. You know, they were really lucky to win this game. They had that late drive that they scored on, and, and they're going to have to come up with more than that because you don't get to play the Broncos every week. I can see this season ending the same as last year. Right now they're 8-4. and four. An argument could be made that they should be 12-0. and 0. They blew four fourth-quarter leads. Yes. But I could see them – Significant. I, I could see them losing three of the next five and missing out on the playoffs altogether. Perhaps. Uh, I don't know if you saw this. Baker Mayfield's in the game already. So. Oh, why? Uh, I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't know. That was a nice uh, the, A game that was disappointing for me was the Dolphins and Niners. I want to see more uh, from the Dolphins. And look you want to see more line. from Jimmy G. Oh, well, oh, yes. 
I most certainly did. Poor fella. Um, Tua was okay, 295 and two touchdowns. Jeffrey Wilson, did he get hurt? He had to have, right? I um, I must have uh, missed yeah. something. Yeah. Was only one carry. He most, they only ran the ball eight times all game. Tyreek Hill dominated nine for 146 and one. And um, Waddle, he, he got hurt, came back in, but he was not – he was not himself. They were they were a little shell shocked, I think, which is interesting because the Niners lost their starting quarterback in the first drive. Jimmy G went down, who obviously I started in one and done, so that was fun. But um, they were not shell shocked. Brock Purdy, rookie, came in, and I don't want to say well. he did his thing, but he he didn't lose it. That's for sure. Yeah. Two hundred ten yards passing and two touchdowns. Uh, so he was fine there. Christian McCaffrey. He's always doing something, 66 yards on the ground, eight for 80 through the air and a touchdown. And then when you got Brock Purdy, your pass catchers aren't really doing a whole lot here. Debo was six for 58. Brandon Ayuk was five for 46. Nothing real exciting. It's going to be interesting to see how, because Garoppolo is out for the year, and they did not do anything yet besides sign Josh Johnson. So we'll see about Brock Purdy and where these uh, playmakers go from here. I think he's got so much talent around him. I think it will force him to be at least semi-successful. I don't see the whole season imploding here. A lot of teams lose their starting quarterback. You're pretty much screwed. I don't think that's going to happen here. There's just there's just too much talent on that team. And Shanahan, I know he, he we hate him and his Shanahan against, but he will definitely put this offense, you know, wiggle it around to make it so that it fits into Brock's skill set. You know, they're not going to expect to do the exact same things Jimmy G was doing. I don't know. I I think, I think they're going to be fine. Do I think they're as good as they were at Jimmy G? No, but I don't think this is in anywhere close to a death sentence. All right. Well, we shall see. Yeah. The, the Seahawks beat the Rams and I really needed the Rams to win something because I, I, I need them to, I need the Saints to keep losing, the Rams, and all these teams with these three win records they need to win so that my Eagles get a better draft pick. But going to be tough for that to happen. You have no quarterback. Your wide receiver one is out. Um, It's your best player on the defense, and probably the entire team, Aaron Donald, is out. So good luck, the Rams, although they're uh, they're only down by touchdown right now, I believe. Um, Anyway, Geno Smith, almost 370 yards and three touchdowns. He is – he's good, man. His stat mm-hmm. lines are good, and watching him play the game of football is good. Now, oh, well, yeah, you, not enough people actually watch the games. So, Geno, he looks good all around. Uh, so does Tyler Lock and DK Metcalf. They had basically the same stats. Eight, nine catches, 127, 128 yards, and a touchdown yeah. for all of them. Uh, and Noah Fant surprisingly has done well, I think, what, two of the last three weeks or so. He's finally getting some chemistry or something with Gino and doing something. So um, uh, I'm happy for that. And then watch out Cam Akers on the other side of the ball, two rushing touchdowns and 17 carries. This guy wasn't even on the team a couple weeks ago. They didn't want him around. They told him to stay home, and now he's the leading ball carrier. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. What what, is it? Is it? McVay, the new Belichick, like we never know week to week if a guy is going to lead the team in rushing or if he's even going to dress. It, it's what? so frustrating. Yes. So yes. frustrating. As far as the Seahawks go, it'll be interesting to see what they do with Geno in the offseason. Uh, I wonder if it'll partially depend on if he wins a playoff game or not. Is he a free agent? I'm pretty sure he is. Interesting. 
I could be wrong. I haven't looked it up, but I, I think he is. I mean, he's not going to get a big lucrative deal no matter what, but that would be helpful for the Seahawks if he doesn't. Yeah, I mean, they're playing great, man. They're they're yeah, I think they'd be fools to get rid of him. He's got a rapport with those guys, man. They're 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 just playing awesome. They love him. And it looks like uh Kenny Walker will be out this week. It's looking more and more like he's gonna be a yeah. no go. I know. We'll see. We'll have to keep a close eye on that though. Yeah. But uh, I think you're probably right. So, uh, the Raiders took down the Chargers. What a weird year. The AFC West, man, everybody had them being such a great division. Um, and these two teams at the end of this one, one was six and six, one was five and seven. Yeah. Oh, maybe all four of them will make the playoffs. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe one of one will make the playoffs. Uh, Justin Herbert, he got over the 300 yard mark. Uh, I mean, I feel like I'd have to look this up, but I feel like he hasn't thrown, he used to throw for 300 yards just about every game. I feel like he hasn't done that in a little bit. Austin Eckler did not have a good game just at all. Even though he had five catches for 67 yards, he barely hit a hundred total yards. And that's, you know, an off day for Eckler, uh, Keenan Allen, six for 88 and a touchdown. I feel like he's back. I feel like he's back. Uh, so that's good because uh, he, he looked pretty good. And and I don't know, I feel like football is better when Keenan Allen is 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 healthy and out there. I like Keenan Allen. He's a good guy. He works hard um, and he gets like he does all the dirty work. He runs those routes over the middle and he blocks. And I like him. Yeah. Uh, another guy I like Derek Carr. I looked this up. I got it. I got it written down, handwritten on my notes over here somewhere. Derek Carr <laughs> over, over the last four weeks is QB six. QB six so the last four weeks. How about yeah. that? Didn't see that coming. Josh yeah, Jacobs and endless passes to Adams. It's working out nice for him. Josh Jacobs, RB one. Last oh, yeah. four weeks on the season, all of the above. Josh Jacobs, RB one. Another one glad six carries. They are they are giving him the Derrick Henry treatment, except. Derrick Henry's not going to be a free agent and leave next year. Like they are just trying to run this guy into the ground. 26 carries, 144 yards and a score. And then Devontae Adams, come on, eight for 177 and two. He's wide open. He's like Travis Kelsey. I I don't know what you're doing. He he had 177 yards receiving. Matt Collins was second on the team with 35. 35. And that's sort of what we thought it would be at the beginning of the season, except now it's working. At first it was not. Um, Jacobs, uh, of course, anybody watching the game here already know that he's already scored tonight as well. I looked up Herbert here. That was only his third 300-yard game of the entire season and first since week four. He's had some games. He had a game below 200 against the Niners. He has not panned out the way people thought. Better than Cousins, but still not great. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I still they've had a lot of out. injuries. They haven't had a lot of continuity with the receivers. Allen and Williams combined have missed what seventy five percent of the games. Yeah. So that that doesn't Palmer. help when your two best guys. Not that Palmer and Carter hasn't been good, but they're they're just not those guys. It's it's, it's tough right. sledding sometimes. And, and, yeah, and I think the biggest part though is uh, yes, Eckler gets a lot of checkdowns and stuff, but when he's He's like the go-to. When your go-to receiver is only a yard and a half downfield when he catches it, it's yeah. tough to rack up all those yards. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, good game. But, uh, again, as of the year, we, you and I thought there was a chance that it might be the first division ever to have all four teams go. Right now it looks like the only 
divisions that might have that happen are the AFC and NFC East. What in the hell in the 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 NFL? You said it every week, dude. This the NFL makes no sense. It's beyond ridiculous, and it's just crazy. Every every year, something more nutty happens. It's wild. Um, I don't want to call this a huge upset or anything, but I think it's a bit surprising the Bengals took down the Chiefs, even though it was a home game for the Bengals. I feel like we still expect the Chiefs to go in there and take care of business. Uh, They didn't. Patrick Mahomes only 223 and one, but he did get a score on the ground, as did Isaiah Pacheco. 14 yep. carries, 66 yards. They're, I mean, not they're not overusing him, but they're using him enough. He's an interesting play for you in your flex, you know, be it season long or even, you know, throw him in there in daily leagues. Jarek McKinnon getting some use, especially on the ground. Uh, eight carries, I figured was, I guess that's kind of normal for him, but uh, I figured a few more catches for um for Jarek McKinnon. And then uh that's it. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, I watched him drop two or three balls in a row and then finally catch two bombs for 71 yards. And then Kelsey, four for 56. Eh. Not a not a Kelsey day, but he's no, the he tight blew end. It. Yeah, but he wouldn't like have a- lost this game. If he, that semi-late fumble he had, they were driving to score. He goes for the extra yards, and granted, he hardly ever fumbles, but he did. That was right. the turning point. They were driving to score. Next thing you know, you hand the ball over, and Bengals went down score 14 point swing in a matter of like a minute and a half and and a lot of that was because joe burrow was pretty great he i mean he only had six incompletions he had almost 300 yards two touchdowns plus he had a rushing score and 46 yards on the ground how about joe burrow with 11 carries yeah that might be the most that might be his total carries on the year a lot they were they were designed they weren't they weren't all just him scrambling and taking off a few of those were designed I, i watched a good bit of this game He's he's got some under uh, underrated athletic ability there. Samaje P. Ryan stepped in for the concussed Joe Mixon. Twenty one carries, a hundred yards on the ground, plus a couple catches. Jamar Chase first game back from injury thought he might you know dip his toe in the water. Nah, seven catches, ninety seven yards. Um, a ridiculous one handed catch on the sideline. I think it was out of bounds for it didn't count. And uh, T. Higgins found the end zone for you as well. Chris Evans scored. Like T. Higgins, man. Yeah, me too. I have him left still. I, I think I saw him once on 16 teams have played him. I am not one of them. I did. I have for sure. Yes, I'll have, but I did play Chase. So a lot of you guys will have him if we make the playoffs, but I'll have, I'll have at least one contrarian play there. Uh, I played P. Ryan. That ended up nice. Uh, yeah, that the whole game, honestly, it really came down to that fumble. That was a 14 point swing. Neither team played particularly bad. Um, I get tired of the Burrow owns Mahomes thing. They're never on the field at the same time. They literally have nothing to do with each other. It's just a stupid thing. Like you said, from people who have no idea what they're talking about, just like to make up something that doesn't really actually exist. And QB wins along with that same, same ballpark. Yeah. So is this, uh, are these guys going to meet again? Who knows in, in, in the playoffs? I hope so. Yeah. Be pretty crazy, but the another big thing that came out of this is magically somehow after completely blowing it, the Bills, who a few weeks ago were in third place in their own division, are now the number one seed again. Well, how again? Back to your point, like what the what? what how does this stuff happen? And, and we talked a few weeks ago. There was one where <laughs> if 
It was either the Jets or the Patriots. If they beat the Bills that week, they were going to be first in the division. If they if they lost, they were going to be last in the division. Yes, and it, but and now here we are like two weeks later, and they're number one in the entire conference. And nobody wants to go play in Buffalo in January. Nobody. No. Although, I'm telling you, the last few weeks, Allen has showed some chinks in the armor. He has, but, man, that, that overall thing, of course, they lost Von Miller now. They went in there and found that his ACL was That's, torn. That thank you for help. bringing that up. I forgot. That's going to be tough, man. He was still – well, I, I think I saw a, a stat on him pop up. He was like fourth in the NF in all of the NFL in the percentage of pressures he gets per pass rush. It's like 15% of his yeah. pass rushes ends in pressure. When he was like fourth best in the NFL, he's out, man. They don't really have a lot of guys left to get after the Can't the just passers. replace that. And they play on that back. Interesting sidebar that when I had my first uh, knee surgery of many – they were not my orthopedic was not convinced that my ACL was torn, even though the MRIs showed this black hole where it should have been. So when he went in, he was just going to fix meniscus and said, "If the ACL is torn, we'll go ahead and fix it." Well, they went in there and it was just sitting there hanging, dangling. They ripped off my tibia. Same thing with him. They expected to have him back in a few weeks. They put him on the IR, be out four weeks, get this little trim job done. He's back for the last game of the season, maybe, and definitely the playoffs. Well, boy. They go in there and realize his ACL, the same one he tore in 2013 and had repaired, is torn again. And now they're just left like, what are we supposed to do now? Yeah, that's tough. That, that's crazy. I mean, he gets hurt. You hate that. You think he might miss a game. Then you, you go to put him on for four games. And then you find out today he's done. That's, that's a big blow. Sure. Big, I mean, that's why they think about that's why they lost last year in the playoffs because. It no wasn't pressure. because they couldn't score. It's because they couldn't stop the other couldn't team. Couldn't stop Mahomes because they couldn't get any pressure on him. Right. Uh, in what – of all the weird games we had this week, any, one ending in a tie, you know, the, the Bengals upsetting the Chiefs. How about the Cowboys and the Colts? It was horrible to watch. 54 to 19, but that's not actually what the real score was. It was like, what, 20 to 19, 21 to 19? It was 21 19 with the Colts going for two. Missed it by a half yard. And then the floodgates. The wheels fell it off. Just like I, I think I told you on the phone next day, it was like watching a pro team play a high school team. The fact that it was only 54 is because the Cowboys took their foot off the gas pedal. Well, and, and I'll I tell you another weird stat line with this. Let me let me go through Colts real quick. Jonathan Taylor, he got you 100 <laughs> total yards. So you're okay with that. And, um, but that's it really. No one did anything except for Alec Pierce. Alec if Pierce you happen to. Yeah. yeah, if you threw him in your lineup, four for 86 in the score. Um, but the weird thing about this game is you look and you're like, oh, Dak Prescott had three touchdown passes. He only he didn't even throw for 200 yards. It was like a, a Jameis Winston game from last year. You remember when he had like five touchdown passes, 180 yards yeah. through the air, something crazy? 170 yards pass and three touchdowns through the air. Um, Tony Pollard. Gosh, he is so talented. 12 for 91 and two. Ezekiel Elliott, 17 for 77 and a score. Malik Davis, whoever that guy is, he decided to get in on the on the action with a score. That was when the CD whole 13 was in at the end, yeah. Yeah, Michael Gallup got two. I mean, good grief. Yeah, and the CD, CD Lamb, I think I told you, I don't know if you had seen it, his touchdown – he was tackled on third down, like third and 10. He gets tackled for a four-yard gain, yep. but they never actually wrapped up and got him down. He just rolled over on the corner, stood up, and ran for a touchdown while the Colts watched. 
But this was a very entertaining game for a while. It was very back and forth. Matt Ryan looked good. They missed that two-point conversion, and then just all hell broke loose. It was bizarre. 33 points, I think they said in the history of the NFL, the second most points Hmm. in the fourth quarter by a team ever. And I think most was it most unanswered, maybe? Maybe. My yeah, 33, yeah, because 33 straight. Uh just so so weird. Yeah. To to well, watch it. It looked even then, weirder than the score. And 24 hours later, we have the exact opposite in a game, right? Like this one was pretty competitive the whole way through until the last few minutes. And then you have the Saints and the Bucks that the Saints were I mean, they were rolling with this game. It, they owed you know, them. the score the score wasn't high, but the Bucks were doing nothing until the last three minutes, and Brady leaves yep. them on back to back touchdown drives and walks away with the win. It Gosh, was weird. It, I, yeah, I watched this whole game. I don't, you went to bed, didn't you? Uh, I did. Or fell asleep. I, I couldn't. I, yeah, I tried. So six. It was sixteen to three. Uh, New Orleans kept settling for field goals. They would. They wouldn't let the red rifle do anything down the red zone. They just literally, you could tell they were just. Let's just keep kicking field goals. The Bucs had like 200 total yards of offense with four minutes left in the game. And then they just picked them apart. I mean, they actually scored three. One of them got called back. And they scored anyway. Why do we not start Jameis then? <coughs> they, they, they said a couple weeks ago because his back's just not really ready for it. Okay. If you they say just, so. He said that they, that they didn't think he could handle a whole game. My question is if he's good enough to be the backup, how is he not right. good enough to be healthy enough to be the starter? It doesn't make sense. Exactly. Um, um, nothing, I agree. Nothing right. Andy Dalton's done. He had his day in the sun eight years yep. ago, but he he's he got good. nothing left. He doesn't he, he doesn't good. belong as a starter in the league. Uh, hell, um, I I'm at the point put Taysom Hill in there. At least it'll make the offense a little more exciting. Something. If nothing else, he'll annoy half of the of the NFL fans out there. Yes. But yeah, man, Brady, nothing. he just took her, and you knew it. You knew they were going to come back and win. I had no doubt. Watch them. It's like, there's no way they're not going to come back and win now. Yeah. And they did it. Right. Their Gosh, season, maybe. Saved their season. Um, no one really talked about for the Saints. I mean, Alave had 10 PPR points, uh, but that's it. Brady was fine, 281 and two. Leonard Fournette, one more carry than Rashad White, although they only ran 20 times total all game. Uh, 10 to nine, Fournette to White on carries, but. Uh, White did find the end zone through the air, and they they also had six catches each. So that's going to be interesting to see that uh, running back backfield battle as the uh, final games progress. Especially part, part if you have White. Part of don't mean to interrupt you there, but part of his White lost a fumble semi early, and Fournette played for the next fifteen minutes straight. And they also had Fournette in the two minute drill. They um, did. I was surprised by that. Yeah. I was surprised right. by that. Godwin, he is gobbling up targets and catches. He just can't find the end zone enough. Eight for 63s, eh. But you you throw an end zone target in there, a touchdown for him, and you're, you're really doing something. Mike Evans is really falling off. I need to take a look this week at his year-long stats because he can't be living up to expectations here. Uh, and then the rookie, Kate Otten, only 28 yards receiving, but he did have six grabs, and he also found the end zone. Yeah. Mike Evans' targets have really dropped off. Week seven, yeah. eight, nine, he were 15, 11, 11. Since then, six, nine, four. It's it's bizarre. Again, I don't I don't really understand why he's going. Away. I don't know if he's getting doubled a lot or what's going on. But 
it's not like they're not throwing a lot. He averages about Brady about 50 passes a week. So it's not like they're, the, the ball's not getting chucked around. But, yeah, yeah. he was out-targeted by Fournette, Godwin, Jones, Otten, and White. All right, sir. That'll do it for week 13. You ready to peer into our crystal ball and talk about week 14? We can peer. I don't have any fantastic picks for this week, but I do have some guys well, that I think are going to do well. Well, I tell you what, that's good because I only have fantastic picks. Oh, very so good. Hopefully great. you can use them in the once and done this week. No, no, I can't. I already played them. It's fine. Oh. Gotcha. Uh, my court, my quarterback for this week, start Trevor Lawrence if you can. Um, he in points per game over the last four weeks is QB seven. Not bad, especially you are, uh, since you're going up against Tennessee Titans, who over the last four weeks as well have given up the fourth most points to opposing quarterbacks. I'm going with Jared Goff. He scores, I think I saw like averages like seven more points a game at home than he yes. does away. And a little, it's actually just, I think, just north of 20 points a game at home. They're coming against uh, uh, Minnesota, who's given up uh, over 300 yards passing four weeks in a row. And it's one of the absolute worst in what should be a high-scoring game indoors. So I got golf. Yeah, um, good call. Love it. The uh, For me, running back, look, just I'm just going to stay across the board. If your defense is terrible, if you give up more points than anybody else, I'm going to stick with you, and that is the Seattle Seahawks defense against running backs. And they play Carolina. Now, this pick is contingent on Deonta Foreman being healthy. If he is healthy, put him in there. He has four 100-yard games under his belt this season. Um, and keep in mind, he hasn't played all season, right? Christian McCaffrey started there. So roll with Deonta Foreman if you got him. And I got him, so I hope gotcha. I'm wrong with him. Well, yeah. My my pick here, I know I'm putting the curse on them, so they'll probably each end with four points. I'm actually going with two. Well, Pollard and Zeke. Okay. Pollard and Zeke that's, that's, will that's both fine. score at least once. They both but they might both score twice against the Texans. This is an interesting pick for you because the Texans um they haven't been giving up the run like they used to lately. They're down in the bottom half of uh, yeah, the, points given up. The Cowboys are going to eat them up. I'm going with your Falcons thing. The Falcons are so good against wide receivers that magically it will flip-flop because the fantasy karma gods will flip it for one week just to buck trends. Whatever Learn for my mistakes. Was. But it's not that. Dallas right now, their running game is freaking unstoppable. They're going to roll through these dudes and eat them alive. And that defense is going to give them so many opportunities. This I, this could be another 50-burger game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and their defense <laughs> might score three times. Wide receiver for me, I'm starting – I started Trevor Lawrence uh, at QB, so let's start his main man, Christian Kirk, at the wide receiver position. Again, going against Titans, they give up more points to wide receivers than anybody else. So let's go. Okay, I've got a sneaky guy here. DJ Chark. Ooh, we did mention him. He's got a few good games under Three his Two weeks belt. ago, six targets. Last week, 10 targets, 95 yards. This is the week he's going to put up possibly triple digits, possibly a TD to boot. As they try to spread just a little bit more around to give St. Brown a little bit of breathing room, 
They finally have a legit number two. Jameson Williams, I think, played only seven snaps last week. He'll probably go up to about 15 to 20 this week, but I don't see him really cutting into either one of them yet. I'm struggling for wide receivers in the one and done, so I'm starting DJ Chark. This gotcha. is on you, buddy. Uh, moving on to tight ends. I hope, he, I hope he does well. I won't say why. <laughs> now, if you want to get a little surprise, well, I'm going to give you one. I'm going to stick with the same game that I've been I've been with, the Titans and the Jaguars, except, dude, I'm going Austin Hooper. Let me tell you why. One, the Jaguars give up more points to the tight end over the last four weeks than anybody else. Number two, over the last four weeks, Austin Hooper is tight end number four on the year. Now, I know the one game he blew up and had two touchdowns, and that's very helpful. But he also scored in another game as well. And look, if he can get a touchdown, that's all you need right now. I'm going Austin Hooper. It's a gamble, but let's do it. Let's ride the hot hand. Gotcha. And the bad I, defense. I'm going with the guy you mentioned earlier, Mr. Greg Dolchich. One, because he's on my uh, league of record team. Two, because you are right. He possibly is their only receiver now, even though he's their tight end. He's it. And they're running him out of there. Do you see X number? I forget the percentage. How many plays he ran out of the slot last week? They're not even lining him up at tight end all the time. He's so athletic. They're saying he's got like sort of the athleticism of a Gronk type. Maybe not quite that level. You know, the Gronk's the greatest ever, but they got to throw to somebody. Might as well be him. Um, They're going to be behind the whole game. So they're going to be throwing. Defense for me. We are going um, – you mentioned this defense earlier, and that's Pittsburgh's. They are an improving defense. They can get after the passer a little bit. Um, so I'm going to roll them out there against your Ravens and uh, Tyler Huntley. First uh, first start of the season for him. So we'll see if he can stand up to that uh, that defense. If you all have a way to have this team – like say you're in a once-and-done where you can. This is one of those ones that's so obvious – how we just talked about it. How could you not play Dallas against Houston? Maybe the just best gonna, defense against the worst offense. Like you said, they might have three defensive scores. It's going to go bad. Davis Mills is going to throw for 350 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah, he might. You he watch. might. But on top of he it, watch. it's at Dallas. Uh, they don't have Nico. They don't have um, what's his face. Uh, Brandon Cooks are both out. This has the makings of a freaking nightmare. I know. So it scared uh, me. Scared me I know. It's no, you're right. We, when we pick them, it goes horribly wrong. So uh, if you're a Dallas fan, I'm sorry. I just got you your fourth loss. My apologies. Yes. Uh, and then last for me, kicker, we're going Detroit kicker. And uh, we're sticking for the theme of the week. Nobody gives up more points to kickers than the Vikings. The Detroit has a home game indoors against the Vikings. They're going to put up points. We've been We've been all over them, all show. Let's I'm go going Justin Detroit Tucker kicker. in a game that the Ravens are going to win 15 to 10. Five That's, field goals. That feels right. I'm that telling you, I can see it. I can see them moving the ball a little bit, moving the ball a little bit, but just can't score because they're horrible in the red zone anyway. And I just, I think I see Pittsburgh's really going to buckle down and 15 to 10 Baltimore. Gosh, that'd be awful to watch, but we oh, shall. It's going to be an, see, an atrocious game. It's going to be terrible. All right, sir. Good times. You got anything else to add? Nah, last week for most most leagues, any league that makes a whole lot of sense, this is uh final week of the regular season. 
Huge in the once and done. Huge like in my league of record, only three teams have spots clinched. There are no, no, five no. more teams that are might make the 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 other three. Huge week. Weeks uh, 16, 17 are normally the playoff weeks because week 18 is the one you don't do. Well, yeah, but most leagues, I I guess, yeah, I guess if you're if you're in a league that only has four people, four teams right. in the playoffs, yeah, so you'd still have one more week. But I don't play in those little minuscule little baby leagues. I play in real leagues with, with 16 teams. So, we you know, I don't, I don't really pay a lot of attention to that. Why don't you just play in an eight-team league, maybe a sixer next year? Oh, man, you know what? I might just play in a one-team league, see how I do. <laughs> You'd still lose. <laughs> We'd both still find a way to lose if we play in a one-team oh, oh, gosh. Well, folks, thanks for sticking with us. We Again, we apologize for uh, uh, being, you know, MIA for two weeks, but we're back now, and hopefully we uh, we won't run into too many more issues like that. So thank you all for listening. Check us out, Facebook, and, uh, man, Spotify, all that good stuff, but not Twitter. I just can't do the Twitter. I think in the off season, I might try to pick it back up, but uh, man, it's can a lot. I, can I ask you a quick Look. question before we sign off? November's over, so why steal the porn stash? Um, well, my son, one, he's actually the reason I shaved it. He wanted to shave my beard, so we went in the front yard oh, and I gave my four-year-old my my beard trimmer, and he decided to take it off. But that was over a week ago, so I got I got a lot yeah, of it back. Some, but yeah, um, you're looking nice. I don't know. I you look like Minshew a little bit. I don't hate this. Oh, hey, there. That's Nothing wrong with that. I don't hate this dash. I don't hate it. See, I actually yeah, shaved yeah. mine off about two weeks ago because of my cold, and I was having trouble breathing because all the extra hair there, either out my you nose gotta, or my mouth. So I just shaved it off. But my daughter loves the mustache, so she asked me if I would grow it back. So we're about you, a week and a half in. You've got a very Jebediah thing going. Thank for you. you. you I look like a turn, Mennonite. Turn some butter and ride your horses to market. I'll go milk the bull. <laughs> like I got bro Joe. Brother oh, Hezekiah. <laughs> Kingpin. Okay. Kingpin <laughs> reference. That's great. All right. We we'll see you guys. Thanks for the we have a bowl. <laughs> okay. If you oh gosh. See ya. I think Toodles. I'm gonna go brush Next. my teeth. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs>